0: Greetings, Dr. Beckett. Welcome to the Quantum Leap Podcast.
1: Theorizing that one could time travel within his own lifetime, Dr. Sam Beckett stepped into the Quantum Leap Accelerator and vanished. He awoke to find himself trapped in the past, facing mirror images that were not his own.
2: Hello,
3: everyone, and welcome to the Quantum Leap podcast. I'm Christopher D. Philippus. I'm Alison Pregler. And I'm Matt Dale. And we welcome you one and all. This is the Quantum Leap Podcast Paradox Table Read Leap Day Extravaganza. Who's with me? Is everybody pumped? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. The hype is real. (laughs) 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 So we all knew uh, that we needed to do something for Leap Day. It comes once every four years. And what kind of Quantum Leap Podcast hosts would we be uh, if we didn't, you know, roll out something? So... Uh Allison, Matt, and I were talking about it at the end of the last recording. and um, I think it was Matt. didn't you recommend that we do this? yeah, uh- yeah i've been I've been
4: psyched to do this for ages. So yeah, any excuse?
5: i I'm super excited. I didn't even I didn't read it. You sent it to us. I wanted to come in fresh. <laughs>
2: Good.
4: I so- want to
5: be, you know, surprised, uh, overwhelmed emotional laugh and cry. <laughs>
3: okay, so maybe I should back up and tell everybody what the hell we're talking about. When I was a college freshman, or maybe, I don't know, sometime when I was in college, I got so inspired by uh, an episode of Quantum Leap that I ran out and I wrote uh, my own spec script for Quantum Leap. And um, the resulting uh, script was called Paradox. And it has been sitting around in my house for the last, I don't know, almost 30 years. Uh, languishing. So I thought it would be a good idea to maybe put it as a stretch goal on the Patreons for, um, a table read, but Matt had the brilliant idea of using it instead for our leap day special. Um, so as a result, um, I sent Matt and Allison the script but I realized that we needed um, some extra hands. So we also have some special guests with us tonight. Um, I, would, I would first like to introduce the QLP producer. He's a producer, Morgan Felden. Morgan, welcome to the Quantum Leap Podcast. Thank you for that great intro. <laughs> <laughs> I appreciate it. If people don't know, Morgan has been um, supporting us on Patreon for going on a year now at the producer level. That means he gets his name announced in the credits. So you can be a producer too, patreon.com slash quantum leap. Always be plugging. Morgan um, also is a technical genius. We have been having many problems with our website and redirect viruses. And Morgan just came in, cleaned house, and now everything works perfectly. So we owe you a debt for that as well, Morgan. Thank you so much.
5: I think like it's important to note that Morgan did the electronics for the the handlink prop replicas, uh, which is pretty freaking amazing.
3: <laughs> I was getting there, but uh, yeah. can we get a sample of that that handlink prop? Oh,
6: am
5: I the only one who has one? Okay, <laughs> on hand,
6: I've got mine. You can you can
5: go for it. Oh no! Well, if you want to do it, it's uh, you, oh you're, my it's god! Your baby, Somebody hit the know? damn prop! <laughs> <laughs> I don't want to steal it from Morgan.
3: There you go.
0: Yeah. we go. It's so good.
4: <laughs> it's pretty amazing. And this for for the listeners that don't know, this this is not just some soundboard that Morgan's tapping at. This is you you're hitting the prop right now, right? And it's making the sounds when you hit it. It's amazing. It's so that amazing. That is correct.
3: Wow. That is something else.
6: I mean, I I you know, I've been a fan of the show from from uh you know, when it was first on and and Saw it when it was new and always wanted a hand link. I think all of us always yeah. wanted a hand link. And people had tried over the years and you know, glued together Legos and put some lights, and it just didn't work. <laughs> and then uh, uh, I encountered this guy uh, who was working on it, and he had the acrylic and, and the look of it perfect. And he was kind of stuck on the electronics. And I was like, well, I don't know a lot, but I'm going to give it a try. And so... The, the last couple of years has been a real odyssey, but we we figured it out and lots of prototypes and uh, went through all the episodes. And Matt was actually very helpful for that. <laughs> we, we went through all the episodes and listened to every sound and recorded and cleaned up and uh, we wanted to get it perfect. That was a lot of fun.
5: You did it more technical than than the one on the show. The one on the show is just lights. <laughs> you actually made it make the noises. <laughs> mm-hmm. It's pretty amazing.
6: Yeah. And when you hit it, of course it plays the different sounds as well. That that was the tricky part. We had to put an accelerometer chip in there. <laughs> Not from Egypt
4: though.
5: Accelerometer? Oh my gosh. <laughs> All
4: right, this is a whole podcast in itself. But so is okay. there a
3: synchrotron in there? That's the question. <laughs> Are there any thingamajiggers? Sucker's nuclear. <laughs> 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 All right, so we're, we're going to uh, put our synchrotrons online and move on. Uh, this is uh, an, entirely, an entirely separate podcast, which we plan to have, Morgan. We're going to interview you about this extensively for some kind of special. Next up is uh, a dear friend of mine. I've been podcasting with him on and off for the last, I don't know, two years now. It is the host of Captain Game Show, Mr. John Irons. John, welcome to the Quantum Leap Podcast. Thank you. Honored to be here. So, um, John, I know that uh, you listen to the podcast. You and I never really discussed your level of Quantum Leap fandom. You're a big fan? You've seen the whole series?
7: Um, I was big into it uh, when it was airing fresh. Oh, okay. So you're like me. Yeah. I don't think I've watched an episode, I don't know, 15 years, 20 years. I, I used to, when I first started listening to you guys, I was debating whether I wanted to watch like the next episode before you guys discussed it. Uh, But I've discovered that your (laughs) your summaries and analysis were so in-depth, I I didn't need to.
3: (laughs) Okay, great. And that's and that's since Matt Allison and I took over and ruined it. (laughs) Yes. (laughs) Okay. Well, that's good to know. All right. So we're doing something right, I hope. And um, we have one more very special guest with us tonight. I've been saving the best for last because it is the triumphant return of the creator of the Quantum Leap Podcast and everybody's best friend, Mr. Albert Mark Burge. Albie, how are you? Good. Uh, It's an honor to be here with you guys. I really appreciate you inviting me. Are you kidding? I I'm mean,
4: clapping. we wouldn't be
0: here without you, Albie. Yay!
2: Clap, Yay. clap, clap.
4: You, you are basically regularly inviting us into your podcast every exactly. couple of weeks. That's- Mind blown.
3: <laughs> so, uh, thank you, Albie. Um, we haven't spoken to you since uh, Allison's favorite episode, Heart of a Champion.
5: <laughs> hmm. I think, I well, I was on the, um,
3: the Little Miracle special. Oh, that's him. right. You guys did that. I wasn't invited to that, so I forgot about it.
5: <laughs> oh, it's not important <laughs> unless Chris is involved.
3: <laughs> and Allison begins to understand me. I'm only kidding. Actually, I loved you guys doing that. Uh, that was a lot of fun. Um, all right. So shall we get to it, everyone? Um, you all have the script in front of you for paradox and um
5: did you did you draw this cover of it back then when did you draw this
3: i drew it back then actually no not back then because last week all right all right you guys (laughs)
0: we're
3: gonna post the picture of this cover on the facebook's um
0: it's it's the worst
4: you get to enjoy scott bacula's face and his butt in one picture
5: <laughs> the, the hairline is what gets me. The hairline.
7: Is. You can't. He, he, all he right, captured so. his best side, and then he flipped it, so you get it twice. I did, and
5: that's the
3: paradox. Don't you get it?
5: It's like he's got like it doesn't have a white streak. It's like it's just white and completely in the middle.
3: All right. So what you guys are looking at? Uh, let me describe it. Let me describe it to the fans at home. It is this stunning rendition of Scott's face <laughs> that I I pencil drew. Um, uh The way that this came together. What what they have as a PDF of um, a bound version of the paradox script that I produced way back when I think it was for the leap back Oh nine. I knew that I was going to that and I wanted to have something to sell in a dealer's room. So what I did was I just drew a picture of Scott. I used to want to be an artist and I grew up reading like Cracked Magazine and like looking at the work of John Severin and trying to figure out how to do just like, you know, regular pencil sketches of famous people to do their likenesses. So this was my attempt at that and it's not very good and the on, – on top of it, what – All I did was do it in pencil. I didn't know how to ink it or anything like that. So then I made a copy of the pencil sketch, which is completely faded out, which it looks like Scott has (laughs) male pattern baldness.
5: (laughs) And I like that his, you know, his eyebrows are uh, sisters, not twins. (laughs) 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 And he's kind of doing like the dream work, say what expression.
3: (laughs) So, I mean, hey, and. Also, this is the best that you could do back then. I don't even know how I, because if you look at the, when you look at the picture online, everybody listening at home, if you do, um, I have like the main image, but then I did like a reverse image, uh, surrounding it. So it looks like a Warhol kind of effect. And, uh, I guess that again, that was the visually the paradox, paradox, and, um, it's the best I could do in my office at my first job with a pencil, a paper, and a copier, a photocopier. So... I don't even know. I, again, I don't remember how I put it together. Obviously poorly, but uh, I put it together, I did.
7: It's actually, it's more it's more impressive since you told that story. Okay, good. Honest. It's pretty,
5: I mean, it's pretty good. It was like a labor the, of love. I'm, I love the Xerox um, just degra- <laughs> degradation on uh, all the, like, the... Uh, the, the ones that are um, opposite and the, the void uh, around it, it has like a feel like you're watching a tape from The Ring. Mm-hmm. Oh, good. <laughs>
4: yeah. Before you die, you read Paradox.
2: Yeah. <laughs> it's replicative fading at its best.
3: <laughs> a demented Dean Stockwell will crawl out of these pages anytime <laughs> now.
0: Yeah. <laughs>
2: I think it should be the cover (laughs) art for the show from now on. I'm just saying.
5: (laughs) According to Ziggy, you'll die in seven
0: days.
3: (laughs) (laughs) All right. So um, anyway, that's enough about uh, this, this, and you know what? Screw you guys! This is way <laughs> up to the quality of
2: the zines of the time. That's all
3: I am going to say.
5: Heck yeah, it is. <laughs> <laughs>
2: Absolutely, I would buy this on eBay. Totally good.
3: You know so.
5: what? I'd be, I'd be proud of this. I'd be proud of this if it were me. It's good. Yeah. Well,
3: here we are. Here we are in 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 the uh, in the twenty twenty. Looking at it again, so it you know uh-huh. it you know that's something to be said about it. Art is art is permanent. Um, all right, so. Paradox table read. Uh, since it's Leap Day, and since this is a Quantum Leap script, I have decided to change things up. It's not going to be just a normal table read. Uh, folks listening at home, I asked everybody to come to Mike tonight with a six-sided dice or for those millennials out there like Allison who don't own dice to put a random number generator on their computer that only goes up to six. And what I've done is I've listed each part of for each act. And I assigned them all a random number with my own six-sided dice. I'm going to ask you all now to roll and tell me what you get. We'll do it in alphabetical order. The number that you get determines the part that you get in each each act. And as the acts progress, we will leap. You will leap characters in the Quantum Leap style by re-rolling and seeing who you get. So who knows? I might shake it up and just have you leap in the middle of the act. We'll see how it goes. But uh,
5: oh, this is fun. I like this.
3: Yeah. So and this is also my way to, to sate the need that I have to do some kind of role playing podcast. I'd love to do a an <laughs> RPG <laughs> podcast. So this is but I, I'm a, I don't know how to DM. I just don't. So anyway. Um, so why don't we start with I guess that would be Albie. Albie, please roll your six sided die. Four. Four. Um you are Al.
0: <laughs>
3: hey, <Nice>. that's fitting.
0: <laughs> All right. So Al
3: <laughs> Alby is Al. Don't forget your name, okay? okay I'll try to remember. <laughs> that works. All right, so Allison, please roll
5: your die. My number generator die says two. You are Sam! Yay! Yay. Yay. Wow, the two big
3: ones go right away. Nice. All right, so that is now up to John Irons. John, please roll. I also got a two. All right, re-roll.
7: No, I got a two. And then I got a two. I want to want to try <laughs> <a> the <different> surface. <laughs>
3: this is your trick, guys. Six. Six, you are the narrator. That means you're going to read anything that's not a part in the first act, okay? Okay. And, oh, John has experience with this. If you guys don't know, John also appears on a podcast called Cosmic Potato, in which they did a table read of Kevin Smith's version of Superman, what, Superman Lives?
7: Yes. Oh, my
5: gosh. Oh, that Oh, cool.
7: Wow. Uh, we did it. I don't know if I would call that experience. That script was fucking awful. <laughs> <laughs>
3: That sounds so good. So, John, this is going to be a walk in the park. <laughs> yeah. All right. So, John is the narrator. Um, let's go with who's after John is Matt. Okay. Uh, I got six. I can't remember what numbers have already gone. Yeah, go ahead. I'll tell you. Reroll. Four. Reroll. Yeah. Five. You are Billy. Billy. Yeah, I hate Billy. He's such a little shit.
0: Oh, is he, is he a kid?
3: And Morgan, that leaves you. Uh, you have by default. You are going to be Julie. Morgan is Julie. Oh, okay. Next time we'll roll in reverse alphabetical order. Okay. So there are two more, um, two more parts. One is a nurse. I'll play that. And uh, there's also a girl named Monica Allison. We need Dream's voice Allison to play
5: uh, Monica. (laughs) I don't know if I can be Monica. Mommy. (laughs) All right. But I'll
0: try. (laughs) All right.
3: right. So I did put, um, now people who've listened to the podcast (laughs) regularly (laughs) might know this story. Go go ahead. No, no, go ahead. Go ahead.
5: No, I was just looking ahead and it just you seem very defensive about the cover in that the first paragraph there.
3: <laughs> yeah, I do. So I was going to read that. I mean, I know okay. that there's a narrator for the script, but when I put together this this bound version, I put like a little uh like a little forward in it. And for those of you who have listened to the podcast regularly, you might have heard me sort of reiterate this in a segment I once did while Albie was still hosting. And, uh, you know, I think it bears repeating, though, in the context of what we're going to do here. So let me read my little blurb. Hey, folks. First off, yes, that is supposed to be Sam on the cover. Screw you all. (laughs) I know, I know, not too good, but I never claimed to be an artist after all. Uh, I kind of did, but this is the best I could do, so I stopped claiming to be an artist. At least I hope the likeness is passable, even if only barely. This is a script I wrote back in 1992. I had just watched the episode Raped and was so moved by it that I said to myself, you can do that. The idea was kicking around in the back of my mind for some time, so I plunked myself down and churned out the first act, finishing it sometime in the wee hours of the morning. Once I finished the entire script, I had it rushed delivered to Universal Studios with dreams of seeing it on air. Of course, it came back, returned to sender, unopened. I like to think I've learned a little bit more about the writing biz since then. What a fucking douche. (laughs) 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 One thing I know, there's no... No real outlet left for this story unless you fast forward 20 years to this thing called podcasting that none of us foresaw.
5: I hope that it had that cover when you submit it. <laughs> <laughs> were Like, no, (laughs) Uh,
3: even so, I wanted to be able to share it with fellow fans. So here it is. This feels a little like Vanity Press because it fucking is. But I felt the story was a little long to go into someone else's fanzine. So I made it a work in itself. Personal disclaimer time. At the time I wrote this, I had not yet seen the episode Star Crossed. The trilogy episodes hadn't yet aired, nor had Temptation Eyes. I state this because even though the plot is different, Paradox covers some of the same emotional ground as those episodes. The same goes for Melanie Ron's QL novel, Nights of the Morningstar. Star. That's why I withdrew the story for consideration from the book series. Also, Ginger didn't want it.
5: Um, that's that's <laughs> <perfect>. <laughs> Now oh. Honest Chris comes out. Hey,
3: listen, what do
5: I got left to lose? Um... <laughs> Now, and, had you uh, seen Diaper Monkey yet? Because I feel like there's going to yeah. be some diapers and some monkeys involved. <laughs> no,
3: I, did Raped come before or after uh, Diaper Monkey? Diaper
5: Monkey was right after Raped because right because good lept. tonal shift. Yes,
3: exactly. I remember that. Um, no, well, I mean, I guess I had seen Diaper Monkey by the time I finished it. Um,
5: <laughs> and you so. were like, "Damn, I can't submit it now." <laughs> 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 and
3: to finish my blurb, um, those are the only excuses I have to make. Despite them, I hope the work stands up for itself. Happy reading, Chris DeFilippis. Um There's one other excuse I have to make for what you're about to read here. At the time, we didn't have the internet... I didn't have IMDb. I was only going on memory, and as a result, Gushy in this script is named Yoshi, and I need you guys to go with it because. <laughs> I oh d- my
0: god, <laughs> Yoshi! Yes,
7: yes. I, I consulted my Nintendo dinosaur. as <laughs> an image.
5: I am already so excited to dig into this. Uh,
4: All right. <laughs> Yoshi with a little mustache. <laughs> <laughs> so,
3: yes. Mr. John Irons, as our narrator, I invite you to kick off our table read of Paradox.
7: <clears throat> you have narrator voice? I'll just use my voice. It gives me flexibility to go other places. Paradox, March 18th, 1979, by Christopher D. Philippus. <laughs> 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 Prologue. Sam leaps. Internal hospital washroom, day. Sam is standing in front of a scrub sink, hands behind his back, untying the strings of a surgical gown. He looks down at the front of the gown and notices that it is stained with some blood. He lets out a sigh and continues to untie. The room is dimly lit. Julie approaches him from behind and helps him untie. Sam keeps his back to her. She starts talking to him.
6: Need some help with that? I bet you're glad that one's over. Come on,
3: be more Julie for me, Morgan. <laughs> <laughs> you want a you want a, a girly voice? Is I want you to. I like? want you. I want you to do it. I think the way that you feel you want to do it is fine with me. Be
4: flirtatious.
0: Mind. Be nude. <laughs> 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 Innovative.
6: Oh boy,
3: this is going to be a six-hour special. Okay, I'm sorry, I won't interrupt again. Uh, so. Julie. (laughs) Need some help with that? I'm
6: glad you're glad that one's
7: over.
5: Uh, yeah.
6: You did great in there, you know.
7: Throughout the conversation, Sam's face is working. He looks like he's trying to figure something out.
6: Thanks. It wasn't anything, really. Wasn't anything. Now
7: you listen to me. Julie grabs Sam's shoulders and turns him to face her. Sam sees her face and a look of recognition passes his features. He begins to smile. Julie kisses him. Sam pulls away and grabs her by the shoulders, surprised and happy.
6: "Julie? Modesty is one thing, Don, but you just saved that little girl's
7: life. I think you deserve-" Sam cuts off what she was saying by hugging her to him. Close up on Sam's face over Julie's shoulder. He's smiling, but also seems on the verge of tears.
5: "Julie, oh boy." <laughs> Da- 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 okay you're a Looney tune in a big white room <laughs> i'm a monster man from the future i'm, I'm mixing CD, up the two versions
7: all right fade in interior hospital corridor day sam and julia walking arm in arm down the corridor through the people there sam is carrying a clipboard in one hand he is still smiling broadly he looks down at her and hugs her, kissing her cheek. She looks up at him and smiles. She rubs her hand through his hair. They begin to speak. Allow 30 seconds for opening credits. <laughs>
3: <laughs> I, think it's, I think it's 30 inches.
7: <laughs> that makes more sense.
3: Yeah, I saw that in a, in a script, so I just put it in thinking, oh yeah, you need to write that in the script. <laughs> <laughs>
7: That's good.
5: <laughs> you might
6: not start the show if you didn't. What's gotten into you, Don? You act as though you haven't seen me in weeks.
5: It's been year- it, I mean, it, it feels like it's been years.
6: She smiles again. I still don't know how
5: I
7: got so lucky.
5: Believe me, I'm the lucky one.
7: They smile at each other again and resume their walk down the corridor. They turn the corner and Sam holds up his clipboard, reading it.
5: Let's see, the first one is Monica James. She's the one I just operated on.
7: You mean the one you just saved? Cut two. Interior Pediatrics Ward. Sam and Julie walk through the door. The pediatrics room is large and sunny. There are several beds lined along each wall. Some children are playing with various toys in a play area off to the side of the room. Others are sitting at a large round table, doing puzzles, coloring, and laughing with each other. Sam and Julie approach a bed. Monica is in it. She's pale and her cheeks are sunken, but when she sees Sam approach, she smiles at him.
0: Is this is this is the one <laughs> yes, I got to do? Uh, yes. <laughs> Hello,
5: Doctor Warner. <laughs> oh, sorry, I got to do it weaker. <laughs> Hello, Doctor Warner. <laughs>
0: Toppers. <laughs> I'd like some more, please.
7: <laughs> Monica starts to sit up. And Julie puts a hand on her shoulder and gently pushes her back down.
6: Not so fast, honey. We don't want you ripping out your stitches. Just lie back and rest.
5: Dr. Parker is right, Monica. We don't want you to get sick all over
1: again.
7: Monica smiles at them.
5: Will I be
0: okay? (laughs) (laughs) Oh, it's me again. (laughs) I love it. (laughs) You're so...
5: Your surgery went very well. You're going to be just fine. Takes her hand and smiles again. He takes oh, her no. hand.
3: <laughs> Yeah, there are a lot of just so you, there are a lot of script cues in this. She takes her own hand. <laughs> you take your own hand. Shake your own hand, Allison. Yes. I don't know if we need to read the script cues, guys. Um, maybe act them out. Use that as your inspiration.
5: I, I just wasn't <laughs> sure if that was in the narration part, or I guess that's just a script cue for me. Okay. How would you like to see your mommy and daddy?
7: Monica Knott's. <laughs>
5: I'll send the nurse to get them.
7: Sam gets up and scans the room. He sees the nurse on duty and starts walking toward her. There's a loud noise from the play area. Sam looks over to see Billy Stewart.
5: Yeah! With a toy <laughs> gun in his hand. Oh, damn Billy.
7: He's, wear- <laughs> He's wearing a bandage on his head. He's yelling, pow, pow, pow! As he points the gun at different kids around the room. The nurse goes to grab him and calm him down, but he evades her grip and starts running toward Sam. As he runs past Sam, Sam grabs his arm and stops him. Billy looks at Sam, smiling, and Sam smiles back.
5: Pow! I got you! You're dead! Oh, you got me, partner. Now, do me a favor and calm down a little. We don't want you to hurt your head again.
7: Sure, Dr. Warner. Sorry. Billy goes back to the play area and immerses himself in another fantasy. Sam smiles and turns back to the nurse. While he's speaking to her, the door to the imaging chamber opens. Al steps out with a cigar in his mouth and the hand link in his hand. The door closes behind him.
5: Would you do me a favor and tell Monica's parents that they can see her now?
7: Yes, doctor. Nurse walks out.
2: Babysitting?
7: Sam looks at Al as if to say in a minute and walks back to Julie.
5: Will you take care of her parents for me? I need to get some
6: water. Sure, honey, but don't be long. We have more rounds to make. Don't worry, I won't.
7: They kiss quickly, trying to maintain the facade of professionalism. Al walks to Sam's side, and they walk out of the room together. Internal hospital corridor. Sam and Al walk out into the corridor and look for a deserted place to talk. Sam passes the door of a waiting room and looks in. Seeing that it's empty, he opens the door and walks in. Al follows, but goes through the wall. Dun, dun, dun. (laughs) Sam closes the door behind him and turns toward Al.
2: Getting a little lovey-dovey? Maybe you two can get together and play doctor.
5: Very funny, Al. What do you have for me?
7: Al holds up the hand link and squints at the display.
5: Fully work, fully he work.
7: A, <laughs> 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 he punches a couple of buttons, making the hand link boinkin. Oh, say, I shouldn't say that if he's doing it. <laughs> he takes a puff on his cigar. He takes a puff on his cigar and reads from the display. <laughs> There's a puff sound.
2: <laughs> <laughs> testy, testy. Here it is, Sam. First of all, Ziggy says that it's 1979.
5: 79. I figured that it had to be around then.
2: Ah yes, those unforgettable fashions. I wonder what happened to bell bottoms. But anyway, Sam, it's 1979
5: and you're Dr. D- I'm Dr. Don Warner. I'm a pediatrician and I'm in New York.
7: It all makes perfect sense. Al looks bewildered for a second and shrugs it off.
2: I'm glad. Well, you're right, but Ziggy hasn't figured out why you're here yet. He's still working on it. Maybe you can figure it out for yourself if you keep your eyes open. Uh, you seem to be doing okay so far. Any ideas?
7: Sam's staring off into the distance, half-smiling, lost his own thoughts.
2: Sam? What? Oh, uh, no, I, I don't have any ideas. Okay, I'll get back to you on that as soon as we find something.
1: Right, Al.
7: Sam stares off into the distance again. Al notices and grimaces. He walks over to Sam and waves his hand in front of Sam's face. Al's hand goes through the top of Sam's head.
2: Sam? Sam? Earth to Sam.
7: Again, Sam snaps back to reality and looks at Al questioningly.
5: You okay, Sam? What's on your mind? Uh, Nothing, Al. Sorry. Don't worry about it. Was there anything else? No. You sure you're all right? I'm fine, Al, really. Just thinking.
7: About what? Sam starts to answer, but Julie walks into the room. Sam turns his attention toward her.
6: Don, I thought I saw you in here. Is there anything wrong? That's what I'd like to know. Why are you standing here all by yourself?
7: Sam answers, looking at Julie, then
5: Al. I'm fine, fine. I just wanted to take a little rest. I guess I'm tired from the surgery.
7: Sam <laughs> stretches his hands over his head and pretends to yaw.
0: <sighs>
7: <laughs> he looks back right down at Julie and smiles reassuringly. Well, that's understandable.
6: Come with me and see Monica's parents, and then we'll go get a cup of coffee. You're going to need it. And I don't know how you do it sometimes. First, emergency surgery, and you have the late shift on top of it.
5: Well, you just finished residency last year, so you know what it's like. I'm sure you could do all that and then run circles around me. Or are you getting too old to handle it already?
6: Oh, I can handle it.
7: I can handle that and a lot more. Julie pulls Sam to her and kisses him. It is long and it is passionate. (laughs) (laughs) I'll stares in surprise. (laughs) I
2: didn't know you had it in you, Sam. I thought you never kissed a girl on the first date. Have I finally started to have a positive effect on you?
7: <laughs> Sam and Julie finished kissing. Sam pulls away slightly and looks at Al.
2: You know, my third, uh, fifth, uh, fourth, no, fifth, my fifth wife, Laura, used to kiss like that. I wonder why
5: I divorced her. I thought she divorced you. Oh, yeah, that's right. Huh? What do you mean, divorce? Oh, uh, oh, nothing. <laughs> Forget it. I, I was just thinking out loud.
6: Well, stop having those thoughts, then. You said you would marry me. There's no way you're going to get out of it. I'm afraid you're mine, Dr. Warner.
7: Sam smiles widely again. How could I forget? He hugs her again.
2: You guys are going to make me sick. (laughs) Who is this woman, Sam?
7: Sam ignores him and keeps his attention on Julie.
5: How did you say Monica's parents were?
6: Oh, they're fine, but considering the close call she just had, they're thinking of moving her to a private room so she can get more rest. I can't say I blame them, with the racket Billy's making. Billy? Billy! Mm
5: -hmm. Billy!
6: (laughs) (laughs) You know, the one that killed you?
5: Oh, the one with the gun. He seemed a little hyper.
6: Hyper? You have a talent for understatement, Don. There are many words to describe Billy Stewart. I don't think hyper even begins to scratch the surface.
1: Well, let's
5: tell the nurse to keep an eye on him. That should do it.
6: She and the Marines.
7: Judy starts leading Sam toward the door.
0: Now let's go. <laughs> Too droll.
5: <laughs> Chris, were you with Laura at the time that you wrote that?
3: <laughs> yeah, we were all wondering.
5: Her. Al divorced Laura.
3: Yeah, I didn't know the name of Al's wives. Nobody did, so yeah, I just put in Laura. Of course, I was with Laura.
0: See, <laughs> <laughs> so just your girlfriend <laughs> <I mean. laughs>
3: March 18th, 19. Well, it's not 1979. March 18th is her birthday.
0: Aww. <laughs> oh my God. Aww.
5: That's adorable. I'm a catch.
3: It's okay.
5: okay? <laughs> big time. Big time. Al no. divorced her and then you scooped her up. <laughs> That's right.
3: You know? So, all right. Where were we? She and the Marines. <laughs> yeah,
6: she and the Marines. Now let's go. We still have rounds to complete after we talk to the Jameses. The sooner you get that coffee in you, the better you'll feel, and the sooner I can go
3: home. This is some shitty, shitty
6: dialogue.
0: Go ahead. (laughs) Okay.
5: Okay.
7: (laughs) He paused for a second and looks at Al.
2: Go ahead. You already know as much as I do.
7: Al hits the hand link and... (laughs) (laughs) The door to the imaging chamber opens behind him. He steps into the globe.
2: I'll check with Ziggy. And come back later. Hopefully he can tell me what you have to do to leap out of here by then.
7: I'll press another button on the hand link and... (laughs) It beeps and the door (laughs) shuts, disappearing. (laughs) Sam's smile crashes.
5: Leap out again? No.
7: What, Don? Did you say something? Sam composes himself and looks down at Julie and the smile comes back.
5: What? No, don't, don't worry about it. I was just thinking out loud again. Nothing important.
7: Sam holds the door open for Julie and gestures for her to go out first. She walks out. Sam stands there for a second.
5: Nothing important at all.
7: Sam turns and leaves. End of Act One. Bump, dun, 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 damn dun,
0: Billy! That
7: <laughs> <laughs> uh, damn dum. Billy! All right. Damn
3: that Billy! <laughs> <laughs> Pow, <laughs> <laughs> Wonderful job <laughs> on hack One, everybody. All right. Uh, who's got their dice ready? It's time to leap into another character. All right. Uh, we're going to start with Morgan first. Morgan, please roll a six-sided die. I've got five. Okay, you got to roll again because that's Julie. <laughs> <laughs> oh, we want to give you a different port. Three. Three. You are the nurse. All right, now we're going to go for, uh I guess it's John, right? No, Matt, Matt, please roll. I don't know uh, the alphabet. Allison, you know okay. that you have to do the alphabet rap.
4: Six. <laughs>
3: <laughs> this is uncanny. Billy is six. Matt, roll again. <laughs>
5: mm-hmm. uh, five. I believe five is Julie. Yeah. yeah. I'm Julie. Julie. <laughs>
3: <laughs> All right, John, please roll your die. You gotta be fucking kidding me. Guess who's two? I'm on the (laughs) narrator. Yeah.
0: Roll roll again,
3: please. All right. Six. It's a sign. Six. You're Billy. Billy. (laughs) All right, Allison. Uh,
5: All right. Roll. Uh, Six, five, one. You're Al. Heck yeah. All
2: right. Remember that. (laughs) Remember your name.
3: Uh,
5: <laughs> yeah, both owls get to be al, right? That's
3: crazy. So that leaves it's
5: Malapalooza. Um...
3: <laughs> so Alvy, give me a two or a four. A two. You're the narrator. Woo-hoo. And that uh, guess guess who I get to be? I'm
5: Sam. Fucking Billy. <laughs> Wait, no, did, 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 John is Billy. You're the murderer. <laughs> you did it. I know who did it.
0: You did it. <laughs>
3: all right so albie is going to be the narrator i will play sam allison will play al this is like a dream of mine come true better use that goddamn (laughs) hand like um julie will be played by matt billy will be played by john and morgan has the nurse's role all right so fade in
2: act two fade in interior Pediatrics ward, morning. Sam is in the play area, sitting Indian-style and reading green eggs and ham to the kids. They are gathered around him in a loose circle. Others watch from their beds. He is telling the story very vividly and making the children laugh. As he tells it, the door to the imaging chamber opens up, and Al steps out with his cigar and hand link. He just watches, not wanting to interrupt Sam.
3: Would you eat them in a box? Would you eat them with a fox? Not in a box, not with a fox. Not in a house, not with a mouse. I would not eat them here or there. I would not eat them anywhere. I would not eat green eggs and ham. I do not like them. Sam, I am. The children laugh.
0: Each
5: <laughs> bunch of gremlins laugh.
2: <laughs> Julie walks into the room, but stops short when she sees what's going on. She leans against the doorway and folds her arms in front of her. She smiles. Would you? Could you? In a car? Eat them! Eat them! Sam stops short and looks at two orderlies that walk in. Each is pushing a food cart, stacked with trays of food. He looks back at the kids. Uh, sorry, guys. Looks like it's time for breakfast.
5: Aww. Aww. <laughs> <laughs> you suck.
3: I'm sorry. So like,
5: don't worry.
3: Don't worry. I'm sure the eggs aren't green. We can finish the story tomorrow.
2: This seems to satisfy the children, and they all get up and start going to their beds. Al walks up beside Sam.
5: You did very well, Sam-I-Am. You ever considered a job in public speaking?
2: It's the
3: kids, Al. I love them. If I would have become a pediatrician instead of a cardiologist...
0: <laughs> I don't know where I got this from. If I, would have... <laughs> what?
3: if I would have become a pediatrician instead of a cardiologist, maybe I would have
2: stayed in medicine. Could be... Sam turns his head, and Al trails off while following Sam's gaze. Julie is coming across the room towards Sam. She passes in front of an old radio.
0: She <laughs> gets the same side, and Sam's looking up at him. Yes! <laughs> oh,
4: God. That was unfair.
7: Just for the record, I was totally going to do that. <laughs>
0: <laughs>
7: I was I was gonna wait till the CB scene.
3: Oh, great, you can a a great feel free to sprinkle as many radio settings into this as you like, but I think Al, Alby wins.
4: <laughs> a great humanitarian, a poet, and a radio enthusiast.
0: <laughs> <Yes>.
4: <laughs> Looks like I got more than I bargained for. How was your night? Oh, this is so
6: uncomfortable, (laughs) Matt.
4: Quantum Leap podcast. Sleep Uh deprived
3: and under caffeinated. (laughs) That's right. (laughs) Or is it over caffeinated? Uh, Let's see how my night was. Okay. Oh, you know, the usual night shift stuff. Prowling dark corridors, reading mysterious case reports, meeting strange nurses.
2: Julie laughs and hits him on the arm. He laughs back.
3: (laughs) Al
5: groans. Ah, here we go again.
3: Just teasing. I spent a lot of time helping out in the ER. Now they were busy. The ambulances were zooming in and out all night. That's foreshadowing. (laughs) 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 And anything serious? A few accident victims, but we
4: got them stabilized. (sighs) Drunk drivers.
2: (gasps) Sam gives a start and winces slightly.
3: (gasps) Uh, Yeah. What is it, Don?
2: You okay? Sam recovers and smiles reassuringly at her. Yeah, it just got a little bloody back there. That's all. Julie grabs Sam's arm and walks him to the door. While she talks to him, Al follows Puffing on his cigar.
4: Look, you've been up all night. You can leave now. Everything is in my more than competent hands. She's such a flirt.
2: (laughs) 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 Sam laughs. They get to the door and lean against the frame. Okay, okay. Is it all right if I shower first? (laughs) You may. (laughs) But if I catch you, Billy... (laughs) She cuts herself off. Billy walks through the door. He doesn't even glance up at them. What's up, ducks? Billy gets a step further, and Sam reaches out and grabs him on the shoulder. He turns Billy to face him. Billy, what are you doing roaming around? I got up and left. (laughs) But, But how? The last time I checked on you was late last night, and you were asleep. Billy gives Sam his most winning smile. I thought I could fool you. Pretty <laughs>
5: funny, huh? Like <laughs> a dummy. I love it.
3: <laughs> <laughs> it's not funny at all, Billy. Do you know that you can really hurt yourself?
2: More foreshadowing, and then you'd be stuck here all over again. Is that what you want? The smile slowly slides off Billy's face as Sam speaks. It is replaced by a look of guilt mixed with resignation. He realizes that the game is over.
7: I'm sorry, Doctor
2: Warner. I was only playing. Julie looks down at Billy and speaks to him gently.
4: It's okay, Billy. We're just concerned about you. We don't want you to get hurt again. You're just getting over a concussion and you have to be careful. If you want to play, that's okay. Just make sure you don't leave this room again. Billy puts his smile back on.
2: (laughs) Haha, sure thing, Dr. Parker. Sam lets go of his shoulder (laughs) and (laughs) watches him walk to his bed.
7: (laughs) I can see that... I'm just curious. How did he get the concussion? (laughs) What? Was he playing in the street? Thinks he's Bugs Bunny.
4: He didn't have that voice before the accident. It was that time he got hit by the
7: bus. <laughs> he learned his lesson, but then he forgot about it.
3: Oh my god! Uh, okay, this is Sam telling a lie. I can see that he's actually a good kid deep down, but, but I don't believe he meant what he just said.
4: Oh, really? Seems like you're not as easy to fool as he thinks. Now you get out of here. She
2: pecks him on the cheek Mm. and shoes him away. (laughs) He turns and (laughs)
0: goes. (laughs) Peck?
2: Cut to interior hospital corridor morning. Sam walks out into the corridor and starts down the hall. Al follows him. There are nurses and doctors going busily about. As Sam walks through the pandemonium, Al begins to speak to him.
5: Well, I must say, Sam, you handled that very well. But she's right, you know. If he stays in that room more than a few hours, I'll be surprised.
2: Yeah, me too. They come to a turn in the corridor that leads to a more deserted wing of the hospital. Sam speaks a little more freely now.
6: Hang on.
5: (laughs) 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 Well, Ziggy hasn't come up with anything yet. He's trying to tap into the hospital's computer system as we speak. He thinks it might give us a clue why you're here. You know, it's pretty strange. Ziggy's having a hard time getting into the files. I mean, I know that medical records are supposed to be private and all, but Ziggy never has any trouble. I wonder what could be causing it.
2: Um, you're right.
3: That is strange.
2: Sam turns to a door marked private and pushes it in. He walks in the room and Al follows. Cut to interior doctor's locker room, morning. Sam and Al walk through the door. Sam sits at a long wooden bench in front of a locker that is marked Warner. He closes his eyes and starts rubbing his face. He lets out a big yawn. Al smiles at him and starts talking.
5: What's the matter, Sam? You getting too old to handle it?
2: Sam stops rubbing his eyes and stares into the distance. He starts speaking and then looks at Al.
3: I haven't pulled a shift like this since I was 25, Al. I forgot how tired you could get. Now I remember why I gave up medicine for research.
5: You seem to regret giving up medicine more and more lately. Well, let me tell you, you made the right choice. You're a hell of a scientist. Let's see if Ziggy has anything yet. Al holds the
2: hand link up and gives it a few hits. (laughs) Making it whine and squeal. There is a knock at the door. Come in. A shapely nurse walks in, carrying a clipboard. She hands it to Sam. Al gasps.
6: You forgot this one, Doctor. Dr. Parker told me I'd probably
3: find you in here.
5: Oh, would you look at that? How I'd like to. Stupidest thing you ever did, Sam, giving up medicine like that.
3: And scene. Joke. Isn't that a great joke?
7: Anyway. <laughs> <laughs>
5: anyway. That's a, you know, that sounds true. That sounds true to Al. Okay, good.
7: It's unfortunate. This Was this was that a maniac out You couldn't put in a hello nurse?
5: Hello <laughs> nurse.
7: <laughs>
5: his eyes pop out of his head. <laughs> <laughs> this is before the mask, so it's okay.
2: Sam takes the clipboard from the nurse and signs it he doesn't look up at Al he hands the clipboard back to the nurse without saying a word she smiles at him and leaves Al's eyes follow her out of the room and then he turns his attention back to Sam
5: wow what I wouldn't do Uh, never mind well the handling squeals and
2: Al is cut off he squints at it and gives it a few hits it squeals at him again
5: (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> Looks like Ziggy's finally broken into the computer. H- here it is. Ziggy says there's a 90% chance that you're here to help out. Well, how do you like that? You're here to say Billy. <laughs>
3: <laughs> <laughs> Billy Stewart?
2: He's he's almost ready to go home. How could he be in any danger?
5: Well, boys will be boys.
2: Ziggy says that he gets hit by... Al stops and squints at the screen a little more, hitting the handle. <laughs> It squeals, then gives him the information that he wants.
5: Get this, Sam. He gets hit and killed by an ambulance. Ambulance? Yeah, he must sneak out of bed again one night to play around or something, and accidentally find a door to the outside. How about that?
2: Sam doesn't answer. He just sits looking into the distance. Al realizes this and stands directly in front of him.
5: Sam? Sam! Not again with this. What the hell is wrong with you? You haven't heard two words I've said. This looks like a pretty easy one. Just watch the kids for a couple of days, and when he checks out, you leap. As easy as one, two, three-
2: Sam finally comes to life. He looks up at Al, and then gets up from the bench while Al is still talking. He paces the room restlessly, and then explodes. I don't want to leap, Al. I'm not doing it. I'm not going to lose her
3: again. Al looks confusedly at Sam. What? You heard me, Al. I don't want to leap anymore. I have her back, and I'm not letting go. Who, Sam?
2: It's Julie, Al. Julie! Al looks dumbfounded, but then he realizes who Sam is talking about. He looks soberly at Sam. Do you remember now, Al? I told you
3: about her. We were supposed to get married.
5: Oh, yeah. Now I remember. So That's who that woman is. But she told me about a years ago, Sam. I thought you said she was killed. She was, Al.
3: She was hit by a drunk driver. It was in 1986. I couldn't save her. That's also one of the reasons I left medicine— But don't you understand, Al? This is 1979. She isn't supposed to die for
5: another seven years. Now she never has to. I still don't get it, Sam. What's she doing here? This isn't your life. You're Don Warner. Where does he come into the picture? Sam sits back
2: down on the bench. He leans forward, elbows on his knees. He looks up at Al and smiles. That's just it, Al. How do you think I knew that I was Don Warner before you told me? I don't know. I figured that you've been paged or something. Sam looks at Al as he begins to speak. But as he progresses, he starts to look off into the distance again. Well, you were
3: wrong. When I leaped, Julie was the first person that I saw. She knew me, Al, and kissed me. For a second, I thought I'd leapt back into myself again. All I could do was stare at her and smile. But then she called me Don. I was confused for a minute, but I put two and two together,
2: and it dawned on me. Al looks at Sam confusedly, again, and then starts pacing. He puffs on his cigar a few times. But is none the wiser for it?
5: Well, it hasn't dawned on me yet, Sam. I'm still in the dark. Now get to the point.
2: Sam looks at Al and gets up. He walks aimlessly around the room while telling the story. a lot of walking and puffing. and <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> That's what they do. Yes, okay, it's true okay. to the script, though. Yeah,
2: I, would, right. I would say. <clears throat> Sam looks at Al and gets up. He walks aimlessly around the room while telling the story.
3: A few years before Julie and I met, she was going to marry a doctor. She told me all about him. His name was Donald Warner. She really loved him, Al. She was fresh out of medical school and he was everything that she wanted. Then how did she wind up with you? He died, Al. He was killed in a plane crash. That's too bad. She was racked with grief when he died, Al. She couldn't stay here. She moved to Washington to try to start over. I didn't meet her till four years after she did. She was still just getting over it then.
2: Sam sighs and sits down.
3: <sighs> when I saw her, I fell in love, just like that. It hit me like a ton of bricks. But I was scared too, Al. I was the first guy that she had dated after Don died. The first in four years. I was so afraid that she was going to leave me if things got too serious. But she didn't. Eventually, we decided to get married. Six
2: months later, she was dead. Sam looks up at Al with a look of pain on his face. Al breathes heavily and takes another puff on his cigar. It doesn't have to happen now, Al. If I stay, I'll never fly. That way, Don
3: doesn't have to die. I can save us both a lot of pain, and we can get married, just like we planned.
2: Al turns on Sam.
5: Don't you mean just like they planned, Sam? These are the lives of two different people you're talking about here. You can't do this. You're not Don Warner. You're
3: Sam Beckett. Am I? Am I really, Al? Am I really Sam Beckett anymore? I've been leaping around for four years now, and each time I'm somebody different— Every time I look into the mirror, I see a different face. I've been leaping for so long that I've almost forgotten what I look like. Not to mention the fact that most of what I do remember about myself is disjointed. Well, I finally found something that I do remember. I remember Julie and how happy we were together.
2: And if you think I'm going to lose her again, you're crazy. A look of realization appears on Al's face. He puffs his cigar and looks at Sam.
5: It was you, wasn't it? It was you that rigged the hospital's computer so that Ziggy couldn't get into it. I should have figured it out. Only you could stump Ziggy. Looks like the ER was a little slower than you let on.
2: Sam looks up at Al, smugly. You're right, Al. It was me. But tell me something.
3: What would you do if you were in my situation? Say you had a chance to be with your father or your sister again.
5: I don't know, Sam. I can understand how you feel, but there's something that you don't know about. Sam looks at Al,
2: questioning low. Oh. Questioningly, questioningly. <laughs> Sam looks at Al. I can do it. Sam looks at Al. Questioning, question. Oh man, this is the word. Okay. <laughs> Every show, I have one word I can't do. <laughs> Sam looks at Al. Questioningly, questioningly, <laughs> questioningly. I could read it here. Questioningly, Sam looks at Al. with a question in his eyes. <laughs> 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 Sam looks at Al. Questioningly, oh man. Sam okay, I think we out. got it. Questioningly. Questioningly. <laughs> Questioningly. <laughs> <Perfect>. Quite.
5: <laughs> what do you. We get it. Okay.
2: Uh, there's something you don't know about. What, what do you mean? Al is visibly struggling. He is torn between keeping his promise to Donna and telling Sam so he won't do what he's thinking.
5: I. I. Damn it, Sam. I can't tell you. But trust me, you have something
2: special waiting for you. Sam turns away from Al and walks to the locker marked Warner. He opens it up and starts to take off his shirt
3: as he speaks. Is this a Beverly Bridges mm-hmm.
5: script? Suddenly it gets interesting. And piano slides in <laughs> from off screen.
3: <laughs> oh, be still my
2: beating. <laughs> yeah, well, how special can it be if I don't remember it? Al puffs his cigar. He looks at Sam and speaks just as
5: quietly. So you have it all figured out, do you? You're going to stay, no matter what I say, because you don't want to lose her again. But even if that means letting a little boy die... Sam looks sharply at Al.
2: He looks guilty, but won't give up. We don't know that that's what will happen.
3: Ziggy only gave a 90% chance...
5: Come off it, Sam. You know that Ziggy's right. I can't believe that you're actually willing to let a little kid die just so that you can be happy. Sam walks towards Al.
2: There is rage in his eyes, but he still speaks softly.
3: And this is the least Sam Sam has ever been... So what if he does die out? So what?
5: It's just Billy.
2: (laughs) 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 Al just stares at Sam, dumbfounded. Sam turns and walks to the locker again. He takes out a bottle of shampoo, a bar of soap, an old radio, and a towel (laughs) as the dialogue
5: progresses. (laughs) This scene's going to get sexy. (laughs) Oh my gosh. I can't believe you're saying what you're saying, Sam. Since when did you become so cold? We're talking about a little kid here. Yeah. I don't need someone on the soapbox, Billy. Get out of here. (laughs) Shut up, Billy. This isn't about you. (laughs) Between me and Sam. (laughs) (laughs)
2: Sam looks at Al, visibly pained, but he gains steam as he talks. (laughs)
0: <laughs> yeah, if we all agree it Steve hot in here. Yeah.
3: You're right, Al. It is only a little kid. But don't you understand if it wasn't Billy, it would be some poor old woman, or a blind man that needed my help. Or a marriage that's in trouble. I can go on and on. It has to end somewhere. I can't leap forever. And I'm in a situation where if it ends now, at least I'll be with the woman I love.
5: You're right, Sam. You can't leap forever. Sooner or later it does have to stop. But does that give you the right to play with people's lives? You're not God, Sam. And when it's time for you to stop leaping, we'll know it. Now is not the time. There's too much at stake. Al looks at Sam
2: hopefully, but it is plain to him that his last plea has fallen on deaf ears. You're right, Al.
3: There is too much at stake, like my happiness, and the happiness of the woman I love. And I know that there will be a part of me that will hate the choice I've made, a part that will regret it the rest of my life. And I can live with the guilt I can live with the guilt, Al, but I can't live without Julie. Not again.
2: Sam turns and walks into the shower room. Al watches him go, but doesn't follow. Instead, he brings the hand link up again and presses some buttons. He grimaces and hits it. It squeals, and then the door to the imaging chamber opens up behind him.
5: Oh, Donna, why won't you let me tell him?
2: Al steps through the door. And is gone. Fade out. End of Act
0: Two.
5: Whew, heavy stuff. I realize he's uh, aggressively
7: Italian when I do his voice.
0: I... <laughs> how, dare,
7: how dare you? I'm like Sam right now. I don't want to. I don't want to leap. I want to stay Billy.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I want to be Billy forever. Billy, get out of the shower.
2: <laughs> <laughs> so I, I wasn't following. Are they both in the shower? Really the, the boy and Sam. <laughs>
5: Yeah. The little boy is always in the shower,
0: <laughs>
5: so he's showering with a boy.
2: Why is that man
0: wearing a suit? <laughs> <laughs> Take gr- <laughs> <laughs> the towel off, old man!
3: All right, got their dice?
5: <laughs> I changed my mind, Sam.
0: Billy should die. <laughs> Screw you, old time.
3: We need dice at the ready. <laughs> all right, all the right. We're going to just do random (laughs) rolls now. (laughs) Rando roll. Uh, There are only four parts in Act 3, so we're going to split up narrator and Sam just for shits and giggles. So let's uh, have John roll first. Three. John, you're doing some narration. Uh, Let's do Morgan second. Six. Morgan, you are Al. Al. And you can use your hand link now, too. Uh, Let's go, Matt. Four. You are Sam. Let's go, Allison.
5: uh, Five.
3: You are narrating with John. All righty. Just let
5: us know when it's split, I guess.
3: Yeah, I'm thinking like every second page
5: every second page which is okay <laughs> we'll, ju- we'll just go back and forth each okay. page 420 in the every, morning and we're trying no, to figure two pages
7: out two pages every each. second page
0: okay. two oh. page two page
7: two page yeah i was going to say cuz like okay i'll take the odds you take the evens that's yeah. easy to remember yeah okay no, you can, they can do every, the odds every two pages no
3: you can do the odds
4: and the every, evens every, too.
7: every ninth syllable. <laughs> now let's
3: let's let's use
7: pi
4: we'll split every 3.14 pages <laughs> we'll do every pages. Other word we'll go back <laughs> and forth
5: so <laughs> and are julie are sitting Every uh, like narration that
7: begins with a vowel.
5: <laughs> <laughs> Every time Billy's presence is implied, that's my. Answer. All right, so that means that, um... Are they You take the shower? <laughs> <laughs> it's a Jekyll and Hyde a cheerleader.
3: <laughs> so we have John and, uh, Allison as the narrators. Um... Sam was four. Who was that? That was that was Matt, right? Yeah. And um Albie will be Julie.
4: I'll be Julie. Okay. Can John narrate <laughs> as Billy?
7: <laughs> <laughs> Is,
5: yeah, Billy's not in the I am city. so confused whatever, right now. Whatever you guys feel. All right, <laughs> Billy's in our hearts.
0: <laughs> Billy voiceover. <Boycella>. Yeah. <laughs>
3: <laughs> Alright, it's not gonna work. It's just not gonna work.
7: Fade in. Interior, Julie's apartment at night. Sam and Julie are sitting at the table near sitting at the table in her apartment with the lights turned down low and soft music playing. <clears throat> it's Noel Gibson Radio oh, from nineteen eighty four. Non-anachronistic They've just finished eating And the dirty dishes are on the table in front of them As they speak, Sam fills their glasses with wine
2: Well, the dinner was wonderful as usual Where did you learn how to cook? Well, you know how large my family is Whenever there was a holiday My sister and I would have to pull kitchen duty If I had a dime for every turkey (laughs) I stuffed (laughs) Over the years You get to know your way around the kitchen, really. (laughs) All this foreplay, I kind (laughs) of say. I'm so
4: turned on right now.
2: (laughs) I've always wanted to talk dirty to Matt, but I didn't know how to broach the subject, so this is like heaven.
7: She raises her glass to her lips and is about to drink, but Sam stops her.
2: Oh,
4: sorry, I need to pull it together. Uh, (laughs) Hold it. I'd like to make a toast.
7: They both raise their glasses, and Julie looks at Sam, smiling.
5: To (laughs) you. (laughs) No, <laughs> Chris! No way you run.
0: Right <laughs> <man. laughs> this this like, Scott
2: Bakula so would make so this shit work. Okay. <laughs> just so you know, I'm no longer picturing uh, shirtless Sam. I'm picturing shirtless Matt. <laughs> oh, thank you. And I'm picturing Uh, you stuffing a turkey. To you, Julie. (laughs) To you
4: and all the turkeys you've stuffed.
7: (laughs) Julie laughs, and they both sit there.
0: Oh! Oh! oh. No, this is oh yes. I don't. I just read the next line. Why would you write this? Line? I,
4: I actually, I'm going to read this line, but I'm scared to turn the page. Oh. Soon we'll have daughters of oh. our own, and they can do the stuffing for you. Soon <laughs> we'll have daughters of our own, and they can do the stuffing for you. <laughs> What if we have sons? Well, then they'll be the best cooks on the Little League team.
2: (laughs) (laughs) I don't think I need to say Julie that. Low lights, white wine. This reminds me of the weekend we spent at Cape Cod. Uh, (laughs) Yeah. Me too. Do you remember that sunburn you got? I warned you not to sleep on the
4: beach. How could I forget it? It hurt for weeks. Lucky thing, I had you to nurse
2: me back to health, Albie. Oh, sorry, guys. It's <laughs> getting a
4: bit too into it.
2: Hey, I'm I'm digging this. I'm, I'm okay. Um, come to think of it, you proposed to me just after you got over it. Any connection there?
4: Of course. Do you think I'd let you get away after I found out how useful you could be? I'm no dummy.
1: Why you?
2: <laughs> oh, that's She's not Southern,
1: is she? You scandal.
5: Why you? She throws Why her you? napkin at him, laughing. <laughs> Billy skulks in the
0: distance,
5: <laughs> taking pictures. <laughs> Sam ducks it and stands up. He runs to her and pulls her up out of her chair. They dance in time to the music. After he dances her around the room once, he twirls her and sits her down on the couch. He then walks back toward the table.
4: You stay there and relax. I'll go put the
5: dishes in the sink. Julie starts getting up.
2: No, Don. Let me
5: help you. (laughs) Sam gathers dishes off the table. He has his hands full and starts walking toward the kitchen. Hey, now I told you to sit down. I'll have this done in a minute. Cut to interior kitchen night. Sam walks in through the door, smiling. Julie can be seen over his shoulder, taking more dishes off the table. Abruptly, Sam's smile is replaced with a look of confusion. He shakes his head as if to clear dizziness away. He still looks confused as he resumes his walk to the sink. As he puts the dishes down in the sink, he has a spasm in his arm. The dishes fall out of his hand and clatter in the bottom of the sink. He shakes his head again. Julie walks into the kitchen as he is doing so. She sees him and hurries to his side, putting the dishes down on the counter as she speaks. Don, what is it? Are you all right? Sam turns to her and smiles weakly. I think so. I
4: just
2: got dizzy for a second there. It's past. Must have been the wine. The wine? Are you sure? I've never seen you have a bad reaction to wine
5: before. Sam turns and starts walking back toward the other room, speaking as he does so.
4: I'm fine, really. Maybe I just drank it too fast. Don't worry.
5: Sam gets as far as the doorway and the vertigo hits him again. He stumbles and falls to his knees, grabbing the doorframe for support. He starts breathing heavy. Julie sees this and runs toward him. Don. <laughs> 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 she kneels down at Sam's side and speaks to him as she helps him up. Don't try and tell me you're fine again. There's something wrong. Sam gets back to his feet and pulls away from her. He rubs his face. Interior, main room of Julie's apartment, night. Sam walks around the table and gets his coat off the coat rack besides the door as he speaks. There's nothing wrong.
4: I just tripped.
5: Baloney. I want you to lie down right now. No,
4: Julie, really. I'm just tired from work. I'll be fine.
5: He smiles weakly at her again as he puts his coat on. But if you don't mind... I think I'll go home and get some sleep. He walks up to Julie and kisses her. Then he starts walking toward the door as she speaks. Don't be ridiculous, Don. Why don't you just stay here? I'll call the hospital
2: and tell them I can't make my shift tonight.
4: No. You go to work. Don't worry
5: about me. I'll see you in the morning. Julie is still visibly concerned. Are you sure? Sam gives her his best smile and opens the door as he speaks. Positive.
7: Good night. Okay. Good night. Sam walks out. Interior hallway outside of Julie's apartment. Sam closes the door behind him and gives up the facade. He leans against the door heavily and takes a few deep breaths. He rubs his face and then walks toward the stairs. As he's walking down, the vertigo overtakes him again. He stumbles and grabs onto the railing for support. He recovers as best he can and makes his way down quickly. Cut to exterior street night. Sam bursts out of Julie's building and starts walking towards Don's car. He reaches the car and leans on it with one hand as he fumbles to get the keys out with the other. His hands are shaking so badly that he drops the keys on the street and he has to pick them up again. He finds the right key and opens the car door. He slumps into the driver's seat and closes the door. Interior car. Sam is still breathing heavily and started to sweat. He starts the car up and rolls down the windows. He puts the car in gear and pulls away from the curb. As he drives down the street, he begins talking to himself. Okay, get a hold of yourself, Sam. You're going to be fine. You just need to... Ah! Sam doubles over as another spasm takes it.
5: Just like I
0: planned.
7: (laughs) (laughs) Exterior, street, night. Don's car swerves first to the right, then to the left. and almost sideswipes the cars that are parked along the curb. Sam straightens up and moans. He mops the sweat off of his face with his sleeve and breathes heavily. Don's car comes reaching around the corner of the street, fishtailing. Tokyo drift. <laughs> Sam drives it down the street and tries to park it. He hops the curb with one wheel and turns the car off without trying to park it any better. Sam gets out of the car and stumbles into the door to Don's apartment building. He opens the door and goes inside. I gotta, I'm gonna say, when I was reading this, and I knew the title was Paradox. I'm like, holy shit! Does he hit Billy with his car? <laughs> oh
0: my god! Is he a drunk driver?
7: No, a real a real good writer would have
3: written that. I was like, that is dark as fuck. It never even occurred to me. Spoilers.
0: Doctor
5: <laughs> Don, no. Interior. Don's apartment. Night. <laughs> Sam stumbles into the apartment and closes the door behind him. <laughs> he throws off his jacket <laughs> and runs to the bathroom. <laughs> Adding a little spice to it. (laughs) Cut to interior bathroom. Night. Sam finds the light switch and goes to the sink, turning on the water. He looks at himself in the mirror and sees Dawn's reflection staring back at him. Sam is sweating profusely. So is Don. He fills his cupped hands with cool water and douses himself in the face. He looks back into the mirror, rubbing his eyes. Another spasm takes him and he yells out in pain. He slumps against the sink, moaning. What's
4: going on? What's happening? Will I win an Emmy for this? <laughs> it's guaranteed. For Sam. your consideration. Matt
5: Dale. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's still me. Yeah. Oh, no. yeah. Exterior. Uh, FS of hospital. What what does that mean? Full screen. Full screen of hospital. Full screen. Oh, full screen of hospital. Night. Cut to interior Pediatrics ward. Night. <laughs> a nerd is n- a nerd. A nerd is making rounds, but also a nurse, also
2: a nerdy nurse, a naughty nerdy nerd.
5: Nurse. Uh, going from bed to bed, checking on the kids. Billy sees her coming and pretends that he's asleep. Typical Billy. <laughs> <laughs> the nurse comes to his bed and looks at him. She turns to leave and then stops and looks at him again, just to make sure the little nerd is asleep. billy doesn't move satisfied the nurse moves on and leaves the room billy opens his eyes as a horror sting begins (laughs) 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 looks around cautiously he sees that no one is around and
0: smiles
5: (laughs) (laughs) he pulls his cover off and gets out of bed he sneaks to the door and opens it quietly looking out into the hallway to see if anyone's coming cut to interior hospital corridor night Billy comes out into the corridor and starts down the hall. He goes slowly at first, but when he sees that he is alone, he starts running down the hall and laughing. <laughs> 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 Cut <Catu>. to. Oh, <suckers.
0: laughs>
5: <laughs> What's he up to? That damn Billy! <laughs> Interior, Don's apartment, night. Al appears out of nowhere. <laughs> Poof of smoke. He is looking at the hand link as he does so with a frown on his face. He takes a cigar out of his mouth and speaks. Sam, Sam, are you here? Al hears a grunt from somewhere in the apartment. He turns toward the bedroom door, trying to sense which direction the sound has come from. Sam, is that you? Where are you? As Al looks at the door, Sam stumbles in and gives him a pained look. Al starts when he sees Sam. Geez, Sam, what the hell's wrong? You look terrible. Oh, fuck you, too.
6: <laughs> <laughs>
4: I don't know. I don't know. Al. I was at Julie's having dinner, and I started to feel really weird. I thought it was the stuffing,
0: but then it got worse.
6: <laughs> I've been trying to track you down for an hour now. Ziggy can't get a fix on you. Are you messing around again?
4: No, Al. I haven't done
6: anything since I saw you last. Then why couldn't we find you?
4: I don't know. Maybe there's.
0: Ah, 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 ah. <laughs>
7: Sam doubles over again as another spasm takes him. He stumbles toward Al and then gets his footing again. He stares at Al with a look of intense pain on his face. The sweat is rolling down his face now, dripping off his chin, falling into the carpet, soaking (laughs) (laughs) in. Oh my god, Sam, what is it? Wine couldn't do this. I don't know, Al. I. Sam's eyes roll back in their sockets. He falls forward and crashes onto the floor. Al kneels down beside him, concerned. He looks at Sam while talking, and then looks up and yells for, Yoshi!
0: <laughs> Yoshi! Sam! Sam!
6: Oh, God! Wake up! Yoshi!
0: Yoshi!
7: Sam! He a dinosaur in a lab coat. <laughs> Sam goes up on his back, moaning. His teeth are chattering and spasms are wrecking his body.
4: Help me, Al. What's happening? Help me, please.
7: Al looks back down at Sam and speaks to him.
6: Okay, Sam. I'm going to go back now and see what Ziggy has to say about this. Don't worry.
7: Al gets up and presses buttons on the hand link. The door to the imaging chamber opens. He looks back down at Sam. Oh, boy. He steps through the door in the imaging of the imaging chamber and it closes behind him. Uh, that full, full, start, screen. full screen. Yeah. Face shot of Sam lying on the floor. Shaking and sweating. He hugs his stomach and moans. Oh. Fade out. End act three. Well wow. He was stuffed. <laughs> <laughs>
4: <laughs> Stuffing were good.
7: <laughs> all right. And he whined about it. All right?
3: <laughs> this is comedy gold, Jerry. Comedy gold. <laughs> <laughs> all right all right time for one last roll of the dice you guys are doing phenomenally by the way i've never imagined my script coming to life in such a fashion (laughs) and 1992 chris did pretty phenomenally too oh stop you haven't read the end yet (laughs) um (laughs) all right so
7: billy gets what's coming to him
3: (laughs) i'm gonna make two choices here um since he hasn't yet let's have matt be the narrator Okay. Um. And I would. I would like John. Would you like to reprise the role Billy for the climax?
0: Whatever.
3: <laughs> 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 All right. All right. And now let's uh, have Morgan roll, please. All righty. The magic dice. I got a one. Roll again, please. Uh, six. Uh, do you want to re? Do you want to continue as Al? Or sure. Wanna- that's fine. All right, so you're Al again. You only had a few lines as Al in the Although last Allison does such an amazing
2: Al. She does.
0: All right, oh, thank so, you. <laughs> so
2: we're voting Allison in for Al? She's a great Al and Sam. Well, she's a great Al. I think Chris is a great Sam. I'm down for
5: whatever.
3: All right. Uh, yeah, that'll work. So, well, I'd like Morgan to play Sam and Allison to play Al. And you did such a Julie Albie, I want you to be Julie
2: again. Thank you.
5: (laughs) Everything was so sexual. I was hoping hoping to be
2: Julie again. I'm starting to identify as Julie. All right. And there
3: are a couple of bit parts where I'm going to be talking to myself. I have nurse, doctor, orderly, and EMT. So, Albie, you can be the orderly too.
2: Okay, thank you. Uh,
5: uh, Tell me about the orderly a little bit.
3: <laughs> um,
5: the orderly is avenging the death of their their partner. Think about order
3: and then do it, Lear.
0: Okay,
3: <laughs> you, you got it. Yeah. All right, and I'll be I'll be nurse, doctor, and EMT. I'll be all the medical staff. I'm a one man ER. <sighs> Act four. The curtain opens. Okay. Act four. Fade in. Interior. Don's department. Night.
4: Sam is lying on the floor with his eyes closed. He moans, but starts to shake his head, trying to clear it. He rolls over and struggles to his hands and knees. He stops to shake his head again, fighting against the disorientation. He pulls his torso erect and then slowly gets on his feet. (laughs) I'm such a child.
0: (laughs) I tried to get through... (laughs) I tried to get through that word, and I couldn't... (laughs) He tries to take a couple... (laughs) He
4: tries to take a couple of steps around the room, but gets dizzy again and almost falls over. (laughs) <laughs> Don't tell me that word isn't going to come Did up again, right? When that
0: happens, <laughs> damn it!
4: The door to the imaging chamber
3: opens. Come on, foley work, foley work. Oh, <laughs> there we go. Oh,
4: that's one. one. <laughs> yeah. Al, Al, Al eventually steps out, holding the handling in <laughs> one hand and his cigar in another. He sees Sam on his feet and walks towards him with an urgent look on his face.
5: Sam, you're up. You look a little bit better. How do you feel?
4: Ugh, not so hot i just got up a
6: second ago i think i fell asleep i'm like passed
5: out i'm not surprised
6: what, what do you mean did you find out what's wrong with me
5: yeah ziggy helped yoshi <laughs> come up with a theory <laughs> but we have to get to the, to the
4: hospital now let's go theory what do you mean what's wrong not now sam
5: i'll tell you on the way to the hospital let's go
4: sam sees the urgency in al's face and goes quickly towards the door grabbing his coat on the way cut to exterior full screen of hospital night, cut to interior hospital corridor night. Billy is sneaking quickly down the hall. Get on. <laughs> <laughs> he Fully comes away. to the end of the hall and peers round the corridor. <laughs> 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 he sees a nurse at the nurse's station and quickly pulls back. He looks around the corner again cautiously and sees the nurse has her back turned. He pulls back again and takes a deep breath.
0: Okay, here we go. <laughs>
4: <laughs> Billy goes around the corner and sneaks quickly along the wall as the nurse turns her back. He almost gets past her, but she turns and sees him. She starts, "What, Billy? What are you doing out of bed? Get over here!" Billy stops for only a second <laughs> and,
5: then take, <laughs> and then takes off it's down like the, the hall. The roadrunner leaves a, a cartoon smoke behind him. <laughs> You're never gonna
0: catch me! Never, 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 ever, never! never. Billy, wait
4: Billy disappears around the corner The nurse sees him go and turns to her phone That damn kid Hello, hello, this is the pediatric ward
0: Cut to exterior
4: street night Shot of Don's car driving down the street Alright, Al, what's going on? What's the big rush to get to the hospital?
6: And why do I feel so bad all of a sudden? That's why we're going to the hospital
4: Al looks at the handling and presses some buttons
5: can you go any faster? Ziggy says we're running out of time Damn it, Al Running out of time for what? You have to save Billy Stewart
4: The car screeches to a stop as Slam, st- slam As Sam slams on the brakes <laughs> Sam- Grand Thank Sam you. Slam Slam, Slam, Slam Slam, Slam <laughs> Green eggs and ham Slam looks sharply at Al
6: What do you mean, save Billy Stewart? I thought that we've been over this I'm not
4: doing it, Al I'm not leaping Damn it, Sam, start the car. We have to get there and... T- Al stops short. Sam's shaking his head again as if to clear it. The chills begin again, too.
5: What's wrong? The pain. It started again, hasn't it? Sam nods. I knew it. I knew it. Yoshi and I were right. <laughs> <laughs> right? Al, tell me. Drive, Sam, drive. If you don't save Billy Stewart, you're gonna Die? Die?
4: Slow crossfade to piss off Allison. <laughs> to.
0: <laughs>
5: so, it, yeah, it, it ruined this comedy scene.
4: <laughs> internal hospital emergency room night. The emergency room is large and bustling with activity. There are many doctors and nurses working on different patients, but they all look like Chris. It's a little more <laughs> of an organized pandemonium. <laughs> there are two large automatic sliding glass doors on one end of the room where ambulances pull up and bring their emergency cases. There is a doctor standing along one of the walls and talking on a phone. His voice can be heard over the background noise. Uh, yeah? Okay, no problem. We'll be ready. The doctor nods and hangs up the phone. He turns and calls a nurse over to him.
3: Hey, you handsome nurse. Let's get a gurney ready. I
0: just got <laughs> to the
4: EMTs and they have an accident victim on the way. <laughs> the nurse nods and they walk off screen. Star wipe. Internal hospital corridor. <laughs> <laughs> I'm getting bored of all these cuts. An orderly is pushing a cart down the hall. He's picking up trash and stops to sweep the floor. As he's sweeping, Billy sneaks out from around the corner behind him and ghosts the cart. Seeing a plunger, Billy takes it off the cart and cosplays a Dalek. He puts it on the floor between his feet and unscrews the handle from the rubber. This takes a little bit of effort and makes Billy grunt. The orderly hears the
2: sound and turns round. Who's there? What the hey kid? What are you doing here? You're not supposed to be out of your room. Let's go back. Billy holds
4: up the wooden stick like it's a machine gun and laughs, pointing it at the orderly.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Who's gonna take me there? You? Billy, ma- yeah,
4: <laughs> Billy makes machine gun sounds. Billy turns and runs back around the corridor and out of sight. Pew! That little shit. <laughs> the orderly chases after him.
2: <laughs> Oi! <laughs> hey, come back here. You'll hurt yourself.
0: No, I
3: I just love Cockney. Cockney oh. Albie is my Oh, is favorite. that what that was? I thought it was Australian.
2: <laughs> I really, I didn't... <laughs> It's a combination of both. See, my character originally was born in Australia and he was raised by an Aboriginal tribe. But then when he went to college, he went to college in England. And then after he went to college in England, he decided to take some time to America, go to America. Wow, you've really thought the the backstory.
4: (laughs) No wonder why it seems so natural. (laughs) Shot of Don's car speeding down the road. Cut to interior Don's car night. Sam is driving the car as fast as he can to the hospital.
5: He looks at Al. Okay, Al, what do you mean I'm going to die? I mean you're going to die if you let B- Billy Stewart die. <laughs> Yoshi told me. How? <laughs> you remember what you did after Julie died. Al, what does
6: that have to do with this? Just tell me, Sam. Well, like I told you, naturally I was upset. Almost doubly so. Why is that? Because I was in the emergency room when she came in and I couldn't save her. She died there right in front of
5: me, despite all I could do. Do you remember now how it affected your life? How it was changed? Of course, I gave up medicine. That's right. You gave up medicine, and then
6: what did you do? Well, I wanted to forget, but I couldn't. The memory of her and her death
4: were always the first things in my mind. I couldn't shake them, so I buried myself. Sam tapers off, and a look of realization comes over his face. He turns to Al. I buried myself in research.
5: Now do you get it? You can't stay here, Sam. You'd be causing a paradox in your own life. Paradox? No. Yes, Sam. Don't you see it? You Here we are, Sam. Here's the hospital.
4: Cut to exterior hospital parking lot, night. Sam screeches the car into the parking lot and parks. He gets out of the car and Al pops up beside him. They talk as they hurry to the entrance.
5: You have to leap, Sam. If you stay here, Julie will never lose Dawn. That means that she'll never meet
6: you. And that means I'll never lose her, and I'll stay in medicine. I won't go into research and formulate my theories about time travel. Sam stops and looks at Al, the full realization hitting him. And I'll never leap.
5: Bingo. If you don't leap then, you can't be here now.
6: Oh my god, Al. Okay, let's go. Sam stops Oh to- my
5: god.
4: Oh my god (laughs) Sam stops to take a photo of his family Out of his pocket He's starting to disappear (laughs) Mediocre photographic fakery Sam and Al start running towards the hospital again Cut to interior hospital corridor night. Billy's running down the hall, (laughs) hall, waving his stick and yelling. He comes to a new corridor, pauses and goes left. The orderly comes to the same spot moments later and looks both ways. He sees Billy and takes a left door. So as he runs off camera, Dolly into a close up of a sign that is on the wall of the corridor that says emergency room. Cut to exterior street night. Aerial shot of an ambulance speeding down the road Wow, we have budget With its sirens on and its light flashing The voice of an EMT can be heard
3: as if on a CB radio What kind of CB radio? (laughs) It is apocryphal It was from 1986 This was 1979 EMT This is Unit 11 We'll be coming in less than 5 minutes Over Cut to Interior Emergency Room Night The doctor is talking on the phone Thanks Jimmy Did I tell you you're handsome too? Tell them we'll be ready for the (laughs) The doctor hangs up. (laughs) Cut to interior hospital (laughs) lobby
4: nights. Sam and Al come running into the lobby. They pause for a second and then Sam runs down the corridor that leads to pediatrics. They come to an elevator and Sam presses the up button. They talk as they wait. Come on, Al. Why was I having all that pain before?
6: And the dizziness. What was that all about? As
5: far as I can tell, it was a result of your actions, Sam. The more you sat idle, the more the altered future was becoming a reality. Mother Nature's a bitch, Sam. She doesn't like people messing with her work. She was probably trying to fix the mess you made in the only way she could, by taking you out of the here and now.
4: The elevator comes and they get in. It's empty, and they're alone. (laughs) Sam presses one of the buttons and they're on their way.
5: But I thought you said I would die. Well, that's another possibility. She may spit you out like a bad seed. Eliminate your existence altogether to smooth things out. Sort of like weeding a garden.
6: So as long as I'm doing everything I can to leap, I should be okay?
5: Theoretically, yes. That is if it isn't too late already. How do you feel? A little
6: dizzy, that's all. I started feeling better as soon as we left to get here.
5: Good. Hopefully it'll stay that way. It'll be better if we split up. I'll try and get a fix on Billy. I'll get back to you.
4: Sam picks up a guitar and starts playing Earth Angel. (laughs) (laughs) Al, disgusted, holds up his hand link, presses some buttons, and disappears. Interior hospital corridor night.
3: The elevator doors open. <laughs> Sam puts the guitar down and runs out into the hallway. <laughs> I guess that elevator wasn't ready for that, but his kids are going to love
0: it. <laughs> <laughs> Is that when they're stuffing the their own
4: turkeys? Or- <laughs> <laughs> he runs to the nurse's station and talks to the nurse there. Where's Billy Stewart?
3: I'm sorry, Dr. Warner. He ran out of the room about 20 minutes ago. I called and put out the word. Someone should be bringing him back soon, that little shit. (laughs) Sam hits the desk. Damn it. Which way did
4: he run? That way. Sam runs down the corridor. Cut to interior hospital corridor night. (laughs) (laughs) Billy is is running down the corridor, still (laughs) smiling, and the orderly is yelling after him. The orderly has almost (laughs) caught up with him. But Billy is nearing the emergency room. The hospital corridors get wider in this area and there are more people going about. They are intent on their own business and don't notice Billy until he's right on top of them. Mm. (laughs) Billy evades everyone's grip and laughs with delight as he
0: makes
4: his his way down the hall, brandishing his stick.
0: Oh my God! Oh, there's so many suckers
4: in this hospital! (laughs) Audley sees where he's headed and stops short. He smiles to himself. (laughs)
2: There's only one way out, that way. (laughs) You call that a knife? This is a knife.
4: (laughs) (laughs) The orderly turns back the way he came and runs down the hall. Cut to interior hospital corridor night. The orderly comes running up the hallway towards the camera. He pauses and opens an emergency exit that leads to the outside. I got you now. Cut to interior hospital corridor night Sam is running down the hall Trying to find Billy's trail As he does so Al pops up next to him
5: Ziggy got a fix on him Sam He's headed toward the emergency room And there's an ambulance due there any minute Hurry up Sam hurry
4: Sam nods and takes a turn in the corridor That leads to the emergency room He moans a little And stumbles holding his sides It's starting to hurt again Al
5: That means we're running out of time Don't let it slow you down
4: Sam You have to save that kid Sam goes on down the hall Running as best as he can Cut to interior emergency room night. The doctor and nurse are setting up a gurney along one wall, preparing for the ambulance. Billy bursts into the room, waving his stick and laughing wildly. <laughs> <laughs> he, puts his, <laughs> he puts his clothes back on.
0: There are shouts of
4: surprise <laughs> <laughs> there are shouts of surprise around the room And people are trying to grab Billy But he gets free of them He stops in front He's of the doors He's up
5: with grease They can't catch him <laughs> Billy's a nice
4: <laughs> He stops in front of the doors Holding the stick out in front of him Like a sword
3: the doctor, Aha! The doctor begins to talk to him What are you doing
4: here We're,
0: know, the-
3: <laughs> We're busy around here You'll get in the way Now go back to your room Attempt to get me and you'll feel the sting of my blade, you jerk.
4: <laughs> Billy twirls the stick in his hand and lunges at the people closest to him. <laughs> Is this. I'm kind of picturing this like George Takei in The Naked Now, uh, sure. Naked Time. <laughs>
0: Perfect.
4: But yeah, Billy retreats further towards the automatic doors, poising himself once again. Sam runs into the room and sees Billy by the doors. He stops for an instant. Oh, my God. Interior pediatrics Oh my
5: god Pediatrics ward night <laughs> Look <at> her But
4: lost <laughs> <laughs> Sorry for some oh, reason oh, no. Siri, I don't know if you're Picking up on this Siri keeps activating I need to just Hide my phone <laughs> I, I, it's sure Whenever British? I say interior She thinks I'm talking to her What? <laughs> But
0: <laughs> As an actor, I can
4: read the line, oh my god, only one way.
0: <laughs>
4: Monica is lying on her bed sleeping. She awakes with a moan and puts her hand on her stomach. She is in great pain and starts crying as she presses the call button. Cut to interior emergency room night. Sam starts towards Billy immediately and lunges to grab him. Billy sees Sam coming in and turns to run out the doors. Cool. But, no, no, no. But, just,
0: <laughs> but just
4: as Sam is about to grab Billy, another pain racks his body and he falls to his knees. <laughs> he fumbles at the back of Billy's gown but misses. Nope. Billy runs out the doors.
0: <laughs>
5: <laughs> no! <laughs> like the springy from that Mystery Science Theatre short. <laughs>
4: Uh. The <laughs> whine of Billy can be heard coming from outside The whine of a this siren is The,
5: the
4: whine <laughs> of a siren can be heard
3: coming from outside Sam, you there? That's you, Sam Did we lose Morgan? He died Ah, Sam is <laughs> wracked with another spasm of wait, pain wait, 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 wait. Morgan, I need that with more feeling Once more with feeling Ah <laughs> <laughs> Nailed
4: it! (laughs) Oh no, it was too much. Sam is wracked with a a mild feeling of displeasure (laughs) (laughs) and falls to the floor. (laughs) Exterior hospital night. Billy runs out of the doors and almost into the path of the approaching ambulance (gasps) when a hand grabs him by the arm and yanks him back. The orderly pulls Billy to him and picks him up.
0: (laughs) Mr. Bill!
4: I told you I'd get you, kid interior emergency room night sam is still on the floor though he's gotten out of the doorway so the patients can be brought in off the ambulance he sits leaning against the wall and sweating al pops up next to him holding the hand link and looking urgent sam sees him and speaks i missed him al i missed him he's dead and i'm gonna die none (laughs) of us miss billy (laughs) sam feels the pain again and hugs his body moaning
5: no sam no we were wrong billy's fine look
4: Al points to the emergency room doors and the orderly walks in, holding a slightly squirming Billy.
6: What the? Al, are you telling me that Ziggy was wrong? He
5: was wrong about Billy, but not about you. You're fading fast.
4: Well, what do I have to do? Al looks at the handling and bulks in surprise.
5: (laughs) It wasn't Billy all along. It's Monica. Monica James. Let's go, Sam. Ziggy says that she needs more surgery.
6: Surgery? I can't operate in this condition, Al. (sighs) I can
5: barely stand. Well, you have to, Sam, or else you're a goner. The pain should subside if you're going to do what you're supposed to do.
4: If you can play Johnny be Good, you can damn well do some surgery. (laughs) Sam gets to his feet unsteadily and starts down the hall. (laughs) I'll meet you there. Al disappears. Interior pre-op room night. Julia scrubbing for surgery. Al standing behind her. (laughs) Mm-hmm. He looks at the handling and grimaces. (laughs) 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 Come on, Sam. Sam bursts into the room and sees Julie. He pauses for a second and then starts scrubbing. He's still somewhat shaky and sweat is standing out on his forehead. Julie is
2: happy to see him. Don, thank God you're here. I was afraid that you wouldn't be able to make it on time. How did you get here so fast? I, I was right around
6: the corner when my beeper went off. Lucky for Monica. How is she doing? I don't know.
2: She's in a lot of pain. Okay, let's go.
4: Sam draws his hands and they go through into the operating room. As the doors close behind them, Al breathes heavily.
5: Good luck, Sam.
4: The camera pans up to a close up of the clock on the wall. Match dissolve.
0: <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
4: the hands, the hands on the <laughs> clock have moved a couple of hours. We hear the sound of Foreigner, I want to know what love is. <laughs> Al is- <laughs> Al is milling about and making various different expressions with his face.
0: Hey! Billy bursts into the room.
4: Sam comes out of the OR alone, mask around his neck. (laughs) He approaches Al.
5: I guess everything went all right, considering you're still here.
6: Monica's fine. She pulled through. Where's Julie? She's in the post-op with Monica.
5: Well, at least the pain is gone. You're whole again.
6: Sam sighs. It's been replaced with a different pain, Al, and I don't know that I'll ever be whole again. It's not fair, Al. Not fair.
4: Sam walks past Al and out of the room. Al looks after him, but does not follow.
5: No, it's not fair, my friend. It's not. But you'll be whole again. Just you wait and see. I'll get Billy myself. <laughs> <laughs> Interior,
4: Pediatrics ward morning. Julie and Sam are standing over Monica's bed. Julie is looking at her chart and then looks up to speak.
2: Well, she's doing just fine.
4: Alice is standing in the back of the room by the window, playing with the hand link, making it boink and squeal. Yeah.
3: Al?
0: <laughs> <laughs> oh. I was playing with
5: the hand link. A lot. I was just having fun. And she continues to do just fine, Sam She's become a doctor herself Maybe it was you that inspired her
4: Sam and Julie walk together to Billy's bed He's sound asleep (laughs) Yes!
5: (laughs) Precious baby boy (laughs) Now you have to laugh
6: lightly (laughs) I never thought I'd live to see it And I don't think he's faking it this time (laughs) <laughs> what the hell he isn't! <laughs>
2: <laughs> he was up half the night running around.
6: I wonder if this kid'll ever
4: calm down. Al hits the hand like, hang, hang click. Al hits the hand like, It boinks. <laughs> he looks at the screen and laughs. laughs.
5: Boy, does he ever, Sam! He goes on to be. Get this now, an accountant. <laughs>
4: Sam laughs slightly to himself. He takes Julie by the hand and leads her over to the window where the early morning sunlight is streaming in. He pulls her to him and hugs her. I love you, Julie. They finish hugging and look into each other's eyes.
2: I love you too.
4: Goodbye. Sam cuts her off with a kiss, long and passionate. As they kiss, Sam (laughs) leaps. The end.
0: I'm dying in the water.
6: Oh, okay. yeah, this is going to take a month yeah. to edit. <laughs> no way. Get your,
2: get
3: your, <laughs> Oh, my what God, the? you guys brought that to life much better than I ever could have imagined. Holy shit, that was hilarious.
7: Oh. I have, oh, so I have good. two questions, <laughs> Sure. <laughs> just, I was going to say, two. wow. <laughs> Only two? Okay. Um. First, just two. When Sam is debilitated and he's driving down the street and he's swerving his car. He says he almost hits the cars, but he doesn't hit the cars. Right. Is that because you knew they wouldn't have the budget to wreck a bunch of cars?
3: (laughs) No, it's because I didn't know the word Kareen yet. (laughs) (laughs) Plus if he hit the cars and he couldn't get to the hospital. We needed Don's car for the fourth act.
5: <laughs> I mean, you were still working on the Yoshi Gushy thing. So. Uh, my thing. <laughs> Your memory was that his name was Yoshi. <laughs> well, I remember I
3: hadn't at this. I hadn't seen the pilot. Who remembers the last time Al yelled Gushy? You know. And
7: again, there was no way for me to go back and see this stuff. So, <laughs> my my second question, and I guess this is more more pertinent to the plot. Um, okay, it just says she needs more surgery. What? <laughs> what? <laughs> What Maybe Don mean? is, is
3: Don that? Don is a shitty surgeon and he left a sponge and is watching there.
7: They just have to do it more. <laughs> so whatever they did, they need more. <laughs> do we even know what she was in the hospital for? Wait a second, wait a second. We have
3: yeah actually now that i look back okay number one um we know that monica was in the hospital so that allison could do her mommy impression <laughs>
5: <laughs> all right monica was the kid am i gonna make him
7: <laughs> i feel like it's not billy's fault i feel like he was that was all the the behavior was the fault of the concussion <laughs> and i think that the story body. dramatically would
3: have worked either way they could have killed billy but maybe they would not have been that bold uh, you know, on network television in, in the 90s. That would have been horrible.
5: <laughs>
0: for you. <laughs>
7: I don't know.
5: It's Billy Kid. He was asking for it. He was a
7: seed, so- and the nature spit him out.
5: <laughs> you
0: did it, Sam. You killed
5: Billy. And that Billy would have went on to become Hitler.
3: But I love now that I read back on this and I'm thinking like the whole thing with Al yelling at Sam, like you can't play around with people's lives. It's like that's exactly what Sam does all the time. That's his job 24-7, playing around with people's lives. So it's just it's so silly when I read it back. And Matt, you picked up on what I never picked up on until I reread the script about, oh, I don't know. I think my dad even said it. We were watching the end of Back to the Future. And he looked at me and he said, I guess everybody gets their ideas from somewhere, don't they?
4: (laughs) (laughs) I I kept waiting for
3: Sam to like
4: put his hand up in front of him and then it starts to get transparent and you can see his face. When
3: I was writing this, I had no clue. Not a clue. Oh, man. It's hilarious.
5: I, I mean, when you were writing the, um, the scene I have the most questions about is the Julie-Sam turkey stuffing scene. <laughs> oh, <man. No. laughs> this is, I mean, was it meant to be innuendo Sam's, or just slightly I mean, corny? Sam's body, or... Sam's
4: torso wasn't the only thing standing erect.
3: All right. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he had blue balls. That's why he was hurting oh, so Oh, God, no. Um, Here's yeah. the weird thing. Do you want to talk about... I have a weird history with turkeys and Quantum Leap Dialogue because Laura was once... Yeah. <laughs> As yes. in you
0: wrote a turkey... It t- <laughs> I did. I'm kidding. It's fine.
3: I'm um, that turkey stuffing scene, I completely forgot about it until I read it again. And it reminded me when I was writing Paradox. Um, I wrote a scene that said something like, the realization hits Sam between the eyes like a 20-pound turkey. <laughs>
0: Exactly. and
5: <laughs> What did a turkey do to you?
3: And Laura said to me, she's like a 20-pound turkey. It's like, and then I rewrote it to, to like a supernova. I think that's somewhere in the book still. And um, to this day, she'll sometimes say to me, yeah, that and the 20-pound turkey.
5: <laughs> just imagining that Mythbusters, when they're testing out like plain glass, by, yeah. they have like a chicken launcher. Or they're just <laughs> launching chickens at the glass. But it's a turkey?
3: Gentlemen, thaw your chickens. <laughs> this
7: is a this is yes. a turkey only
3: joint. I'm sorry, Morgan. It
7: hit you like <laughs> a twenty pound turkey. That would kill you, right? I mean, I'm no doctor.
5: <laughs> well, is the turkey frozen? <laughs> The oh, other yeah, question the
3: I difference. had for myself when I reread this.
5: Have you stuffed it yourself, or did your future <laughs> children do it?
3: <laughs> I was just thinking this bullshit uh, backstory I made up for Sam about leaving medicine and all that, because it was all very unclear in the show at this point, like what his path to leaping was. Or anyway, the handful of episodes I had seen didn't
7: really elaborate.
1: I mean, I, I that's interesting. You,
7: how much canon were you making up in this because oh. you got the, the <laughs> medical history, you've got the you know, disappear if he doesn't do the thing. Yeah,
3: no, I was making up everything but the hand link. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and I don't think that I knew that Don Belisario was, like, the creator of the show. I think that naming that character Don was strict coincidence.
5: Wow. I wondered about that. That's even better. Yeah. I liked the backstory, though. Yeah. I do kind of wonder, you know, that was something that uh, seemed weird that he he had a doctorate in medicine but didn't practice it. He did in this
7: 1985 did you mean for Billy to come off like a jerk or?
3: I meant Billy to, to come, come off. off <laughs> <kid>? <laughs> that was all you. <laughs> <Or> then, <laughs> then <I'm> just live <laughs> to the role. Billy, <laughs> Billy was, uh, he had the kernel of a jerk, but you're the one that, uh, that took that seed and germinated <laughs> it and let it bloom and flower.
7: <laughs> <laughs> it's not my
5: fault you're all suckers. How come there were no evil Italians? Billy is
2: Italian <laughs> <laughs> He's Billy Guzmiroli
5: Hey, how you
2: doing? <laughs> I thought Julie was Italian in, in the mob Oh,
5: okay, yeah. well, that's
2: part of the
3: backstory Story. Got that, that Italian last name, Warner
7: Right, at least um, that's what I went with
3: Yeah, so that's it, that's Paradox, everyone <laughs> That's maybe the first thing I ever wrote So,
7: Author This
2: is fun wow. It was great, I really yeah. enjoyed it Ooh. good job chris thank you
3: guys um you know it's it's middling but uh you guys really helped make it uh something special so
4: so chris allison final thoughts was this good quantum leap
5: (laughs) (laughs) i felt this had some good lore (laughs) it may have been fastened with a little bit of inconsistencies the the yoshi thing i feel like maybe they forgot some things (laughs) <laughs> which is
0: weird because chris is usually a pretty
5: solid writer but sometimes you know you, you... this it had to come
7: up in the rotation somewhere <laughs> i like that he worked in a shirtless scene but it didn't seem forced yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah oh my
3: god all right everyone well we've been going for about two hours now i think that, that i think this is a, a genuine extravaganza we just crossed the two-hour mark like the Quantum Leap podcast days
2: of old so alby you must be happy Oh, I'm loving it. I can't wait to hear this. Uh, I have one question, if you don't mind. Sure, sure. If people that listen to this whole thing love your writing so much, is there other writing by Christopher D. Philippus out there that they can get?
3: Um, You can get – my novel Foreknowledge which is part of the official Quantum Leap tie-in novel series you can probably find it on eBay someplace or you can um, go to my website at com and look for my novella The Seeker a novella of truth everybody hates The Seeker read it and figure out why everybody can't stand it <laughs> <laughs>
0: I loved it it was great <laughs> <laughs> uh. plug plug plug
3: all right and morgan i mean you've been quiet back there Are you shell shocked Are you okay <laughs> that was a little frightening <laughs> but it was a blast
6: it it was a blast you are some very funny guys that's all i can say i don't have the creativity
3: you guys have Oh, wow! <laughs> I,
5: I thought you did a great yeah, job. So
3: wonderful, and I'm glad. I mean, doing the round robin thing you. was uh, sort of a little last minute inspiration. I said, "How can we make this a little bit more interesting than just people reading and reading?" So I'm glad. Yeah, the switcheroo—that yeah.
0: was good. Yeah. I thought that, yeah, was, yeah, that the was good. That we all switched well, around. I think.
3: Anyway, all right, and we found the perfect Billy. <laughs>
5: <laughs> that role of Billy could only go to one man.
3: <laughs> you know what? The, the the thing is, when John told me that he would be able to make it uh, for this recording. I immediately thought he would make the best. <laughs> so it was like it was faded. It was really faded. Stacking the deck. Thanks.
0: <sighs> so
3: it was so not a mistake <laughs> that you got to be uh, the Billy at, at the end, John.
4: So. I'm thinking uh, so, same time next week for a recording of foreknowledge. We'll, we'll aim for about 28 hours. <laughs> 28, 29 hours.
3: I'm <laughs> oh, down. he'll still be editing this episode yeah four years to get it out by
2: the 29th again
3: (laughs) exactly perfect All right, guys so uh, I guess it's time for uh, pitch plug and promote Um, let's start with John Irons John where can everybody find you
7: Uh, you can find me on the Cosmic Potato Network hosting my show Captain Game Show Trivia Wordplay Podcast I'm also on other shows like uh, Cosmic Potato the Super Fan Talk Podcast and, uh, was it Star Trek All Access? Is that the name of it? Is it Star
3: yeah, Trek? we call it All. Well, not me. Sean calls it All Access now.
7: <laughs> yes. Uh, <laughs> we, where we talk about the latest Star Trek shows, including but not limited to Picard. Well, currently limited to Picard because it's the only new one, but, uh, basically go to the <laughs> Cosmic Potato Network and listen to Captain Game Show. You can also find us on, uh, Facebook and Twitter at Captain Game Show. And, uh, please, if it's not too much trouble, uh find it, review it. Review it positively. Or you know, whatever, it's fine. And uh share it with your friends, the ones you think deserve it. If you liked Billy, you'll love Johnny. <laughs> <laughs> Cut that out. Here's Cut, hey, Johnny Way. That, that's terrible. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, it's
3: staying that's staying in. All right. And Morgan, um tell us where we can find you and tell us more about uh the, the bespoke handlings that you offer everyone. Uh so we uh yeah we've sold 55 of them.
6: It's really really cool. It's it's blown away by how many people have uh, uh uh are happy with them. Um you can get them at replicaprops.com and my website is cosplaylightandsound.com. All right. And you can find me everywhere Facebook whatever as Morgan Felden or cosplaylightandsound. Wonderful. Thanks for the hard work, dude. These
5: these uh, hand links are so awesome.
3: Thank you. <laughs> Albie, you got anything to plug these days? What's going on with you, man?
5: Uh, Peter Vunisak and I, we just did a
2: new episode of Back to the Future, the animated series podcast. And you can get that at baronspace.com slash B-T-T-F. And I have a conversation with be going on. I just interviewed a good friend of mine from Europe. Uh, Matt Dale, that's on there. And in mere days, a new episode with the one, the only Allison Pregler will be coming out.
3: Mm, I'm a little jealous. Mm. Well, you're next on the
2: list, Mr. Christopher D. Philippus.
3: All right. All right. My ego. Almost. Almost.
5: Grill him on the hard questions on Paradox.
3: No, ask me about turkeys. I'm good at that.
2: My first question is, why weren't there two (laughs) docs?
3: My writing teacher made that joke. He said, ah, Don and Sam are a pair of docs. So.
2: Ah.
3: Hey, Matt, what do you got to plug? <laughs>
4: well, I'm still plugging my old book. Many, <laughs> many years ago, I wrote some tosh about Quantum Leap. Uh, it's still available at tmebooks.uk. tmebooks.uk. And it's an 800-page extravaganza all about uh, facts and figures
3: about the making of Quantum Leap. And Allison, where can people find you?
5: One time when I was 11, I wrote a review on, of the site 80s Rewind for the 1989 film Little Monsters, <laughs> starring <laughs> Howie Mandel and Fred Savage. You can find that there, or you can see my videos at youtube.com slash movie nights, the series, or on Twitter at Allison Pregler.
3: Wonderful.
4: <laughs> you're, you're such a you're you're such a baby of the group. I was really worried there when you were going to say like, oh, I was eleven and I I wrote a review of the Chris Pine Star Trek reboot or something like that. I, I was I was getting ready to kill you.
5: <laughs> I wrote in my journal about how much I <laughs> loved it. <again. laughs> That crisp pie is so
0: cute.
3: <laughs> oh, my God. Well, anyway, so if you out there listening would like to tell us what you thought of our leap day round robin paradox table read extravaganza, you can contact us by phone at 707-847-6682. You can email us at quantumleappodcast at gmail.com. You can get us on Facebook at facebook.com slash quantumleappodcast. You can follow us on Twitter and Instagram at quantumleappod. Or you can be like the spectacular Morgan Felden and support us on Patreon at patreon.com slash quantumleappodcast. Just remember, we may use your response in an upcoming episode of the Quantum Leap Podcast. And I want to hear how bad you thought this script was because, wow, sometimes it's hilariously bad. So guys, <laughs> guys, I am humbled and honored. And thank you all so much for helping make this work. I think this is a spectacular Leap Day special. Uh, no matter what anybody <laughs> thinks of it, I think this is just perfect. This is as close to perfect as it gets for me. So thank you all so yeah, much. Yeah, thank you for thank sharing you. it with us. It was thank awesome. Thank
5: you much. Can we end this with all of us saying Happy Leap Day together?
3: Sure. Uh, do we count down?
5: Do like a three, two, one, Happy Leap Day. And we could
3: do like a Gushy, putting the Synchrotron <laughs> online. <laughs> yeah. Five, four, three, two, one.
0: Happy, happy Leap day. day.
3: That was awful. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
1: Thank you for joining us for this episode of the Quantum Leap Podcast, hosted by Allison, Matt, and Chris, with voice talent and contributions from Hayden McQueenie and Zoe Dean. Visit us at quantumleappodcast.com. Podcast.com. To support the show, please go to patreon.com/slash Quantum Leap Podcast. The Quantum Leap Podcast is edited by Albie Christopher DeFilippus, and Allison Pregler. The executive producer of the Quantum Leap Podcast is Albert Burge. Juan Miro, Christopher DeFilippis, and Hayden McQueenie are the co-executive producers. Morgan Felden is the producer. The thoughts expressed on this podcast are those of the individual, and do not necessarily represent those of the Quantum Leap podcast, its partners, or affiliates. The Quantum Leap universe and all it contains is the property of Belisarius Productions and Universal Television. The Quantum Leap podcast is not affiliated with Belisarius Productions or Universal Television, and no copyright infringement is intended. Please visit Baronspace.com for this and other amazing content. The Quantum Leap podcast is a Baronspace production.